Rock FM. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Howl. I'm Jamie. I'm Jamie. I'm Jamie. Welcome to Jamie. Uh, what's on the podcast this week? Stevie Ritchie from X Factor being interviewed by 11-year-old Matthew, who was a massive fan, came on the show and did our X Factor reviews for months while the X Factor was on. He's so lovely. So we've got 11-year-old him um doing that and as you uh, heard the build-up for last week we've got the finale of the date between dylan and molly two six-year-olds they are six nine. yeah six-year-olds who've been dating for four years she was date she was dating bit of phlegm in the old throat though don't worry i cleared it for you cutest date ever ever your music your life howl and jamie at breakfast rock fm day the most famous football team in the world i think it's fair to say are playing manchester united today well played thank you um preston north end take on man united tonight at deepdale yeah um, that is Deepdale Retail Park. They'll be playing five-a-side just in front of <laughs> Curry's. <laughs> they won't. Don't belittle the game. I, I'm not belittling the game. I'm talking, I've got a fanfare <laughs> on and everything. I mean, this is me making an effort. You know, right? also Blackburn won uh, in the FA Cup at the weekend. 4-1. Wow, who are they playing? Stoke Howell. What? Oh, that's a proper oh, team, yeah. that, isn't it? I know proper it is, team. Howell. How long is it since Blackburn won a football game? We've won a, we won a few weeks we, yeah, ago. Okay. The... Um, oh. So, Manchester United versus Preston. I, I'm not a football person, as you can tell. I'm not a football person. But you're excited. I'm excited by this. This is very exciting. Very exciting indeed. So, what are your predictions? Um, Preston, Preston fans, be honest. What's the score going to be? Start your text message with rock, be honest. Rock and being honest. Yeah, that's good. Right. Rock, being honest. I think the score will be, and then tell us what you think the it's score the will be. It's the FA Cup. You've got to remember, it's the FA Cup. This is where giant killing happens. We're talking well, David shut up. and Goliath. so boring. <laughs> and the one thing I'm sick of in football is everyone saying how wonderful the FA Cup is because you can get a big team playing a little team. Go, well, that's how it should be, right? Don't watch the rest of it. If you're so bothered about that, don't watch any of the rest of it. They won't get any money, and they'll always have to play this way, right? So stop funding the rest of it if you're so bothered. Oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Giant Curtis David and Goliath. <laughs> you know, oh, it's such a shame. The rest of the game is such a waste of money. Well, stop wanna, giving them money then. If you want to get annoyed, have a conversation about football with Howell. It, it really irritates you. Rocking your message, 63103. Being honest, what do you think the score's going to be? Rock and your message, 63103. Um, you are welcome to text if you are a Blackpool, Burnley, Blackburn fan. Of course. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Are you going to go and watch Fifty Shades of Grey? Are you pondering whether you should go and watch Fifty Shades of Grey? Personally, no. I'm not going to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, but are you? Are you? I think there's. I think that you know. There's this belief that all women have bought the book and all women are going to go and watch it. And grown ups, this is obviously. Um, but then I'm not sure about that. I think it's more split. So anyway, we wanted to hand over to a real-life woman, yeah. Rachel from Wigan. She went to the cinema with her friend, also called Rachel. Rachel, two Rachels. And so we asked the two Rachels to record their before and after reviews. What do you think it's going to be like, Rachel? I'm not quite sure it's going to be exactly to the book. 
think there's going to be quite a lot of nudity. <laughs> Uh, there's been quite a lot of hype about the film, so I'm not really sure if it's going to live up to expectation. Okay. Here we have just arrived outside the cinema, just about to park the car. There are a lot of people queuing. There are a lot of women, not many men here. No surprise, really. <laughs> no, I think it's more of like a, a girly, get-together kind of film. All right. So they, you know, they yeah. sound fairly balanced, fairly, you yeah, know, they're, 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 they're still cagey. They're not sure what to make of it, like a lot of people. They're not wearing a Mr. Grey T-shirt waving a flag. That's what no. I'm saying. You know, they're going to give it a fair review. I have to say it was quite a tasteful affair, really. Lots of screaming women in the audience. Not too many men. I think they were a little bit uncomfortable, the ones that were in there, to be honest. But very tasteful. What do you think, Rach? Yeah, I agree. I really enjoyed it. Didn't think that Jamie Dornan was going to be my Mr. Grey, but um, after watching the film, yeah. How many stars um, do you think we should give it out of five? Out of five. Four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half. <laughs> yeah, go see it. Whoa. Whoa. Four and a half out of five stars. If you want to watch a film with screaming <laughs> women in the audience, this is the one. Will you be going? Uh, almost every film critic in the world gave it one or two stars. They've given it four and a half out of five. Are you going to go? Let me know. Rock and your message 63103. Rock and your message 63103. Will you be going? <laughs> Lancashire flocked to the cinema like everyone else in the UK, it seems, to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. And uh, it's had so much hype that Jamie has done his own version of Fifty Shades of Grey, or at least in homage to that. Yeah, it's basically Fifty Shades of Grey V. You may or may not know this about me, but I like me food. And I believe a lot of food can be improved with the addition of some gravy. <laughs> So I put together some classic <laughs> recipes for you uh, right. uh, to properly capture. A Is this music? Yeah, here we go. Here's the music. This, yeah. So my first recipe for Fifty Shades of Gravy: Jamie's double cheesy macaroni with gravy. Firstly, empty your packet of pasta all over the pan. Splosh the boiling water on top and leave to simmer gently. While the pasta cooks, take a thick wedge of cheese, <laughs> a delicate portion of milk, and two large, smooth eggs and grind them together in the processor until sparks fly. <laughs> Once the pasta's gone all sweaty, <laughs> gently drip your cheese sauce all over the drained pasta pieces and season sensitively with salt and pepper. <laughs> Move the mixture to an oven-proof dish and heat it. Are you all right? Sounds like you're yeah, on the fine. <laughs> and heat it for 15 minutes with a good hot bake. Until the cheese bubbles on the surface, leaving a crusty finish. <laughs> Whack on your gravy and get chomping. <laughs> is that recipe? No, is that it? That's the recipe. It's your double cheesy macaroni with gravy. Please enjoy. So it's macaroni cheese with gravy on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's disgusting <laughs> for so many reasons. Let's go. Your music, your life. Rock FM. Uh, the Manchester United take on Preston. But is that a match made in heaven? 
Or is this a match made in heaven? Dylan, uh, six-year-old Dylan and six-year-old girlfriend Molly went on a date. This was a treat for Dylan after he gave us his Ferrari piggy bank fund for our charity Cash for Kids. We arranged for him to go on a Ferrari date to KFC. And we joined the story again with chaperone Jay. Yeah, Jamie was chaperoning. You've got to hear the magic. This is totally cute. Molly, what are you giving uh, Dylan there? A chocolate lolly. A chocolate lolly. What do you think of that, Dylan? Thanks. <laughs> Was that a face full of chocolate? Thanks. <laughs> Just and you're in the Ferrari now. Yeah. You're moving along, and, and what? You're sat in the back. This is weird. What we're about to... Yeah, I, they're sat in the back. I'm in the front seat with the driver, just keeping an eye on things. Well, OK. Molly, what do you think it looks like? Uh, it looks really white. That's actually cream yellow. Yeah. And do you like the strawberry colour on it? Yeah. I've got some surprises in the car, Molly. <laughs> oh, what? He's More got some surprises. surprises. Yes. I'm giving Molly a cake and um, it, and I've got lots of sweets too. Right, when you pass them over. Thank you. What do you think of that? Uh, yummy. Yummy! All right, now let's go and get some KFC, eh? <laughs> yeah, I was getting hungry at this point, not going to lie. This is a healthy trip, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's all weird because I've never been this fast before. Have you got any advice for her? Um, it goes 200 miles an hour. It has loads of um, horsepower and all the thrusts are really, really shiny and not like any other cause, or rusty. Does that make you feel a bit better? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she feeling a bit sick from she all a bit of sweet. She was very excited, Molly. You are a terrible chaperone, Jamie. I could, all I can hear is sweet wrappers above the noise of a Ferrari. Chocolate everywhere. <laughs> um, and then you're about to get off down to KFC and Dylan tells everyone about his gift from Molly. That is loud. <laughs> um, Molly gave me this uh, rug with a love heart in its hand and it's a chocolate lollipop. Oh, yeah. And um, it looks a bit like a weird-shaped Freddo holding um, a heart, <laughs> holding its heart. Oh, yeah. And you can make a chocolate weird-looking Freddo with it. <laughs> that sounds like a lovely gift. It, well, was a, it was a beautiful moment. Okay, so tomorrow we're the rest of the day, yeah? We're yeah. Them en route to KFC. It gets better. Discussing their future together. Let's go. Your music. Your life. Rock FM. Oh, what's this music oh, about? Oh, why hey? is it? Huh? You gotta pick a pancake or two. You gotta pick a pancake or two. That's what this is about. <laughs> yeah. Up next on Rock FM, Jamie is going to be sampling for you a brand new pancake. Right? Well, I'll be specific. In my little box, I have cooked up six pancakes. Okay. Five of the pancakes are delicious treats. And one of them... One of the pancakes... Stinks. ...is a very special new type of pancake. And his fate is in your hands. We would like a pancake picker. 
to come on the phone and pick a pancake for Jamie to taste. Okay, I've got a good chance of getting a good one. Yeah, good chance, one in six. Well, five out of six chance of getting a good one. Yeah, yeah. If, however, the person on the phone happens to pick the nasty pancake, you're going to have to try that as well. And you're doing everyone a service, Jamie. You're doing us a service because we all make the same pancakes every day. You're going to widen our taste. You're going to recommend a brand new type of pancake for us. If you would like to be the pancake picker or a pancake picker's son, why don't you get in touch? 01772 900 974. I suggest um, a a woman would be good. Jamie needs... He's going to need some maternal care at this time of need. 01772 900 974. Call now and up next. You've got to pick a pancake. Pancake or... It's not your best jingle, is it? On Rock FM. Your music. Your life. Rock FM. Speaking of good looking, please welcome to Hamill and Jamie at Breakfast, Jax from Southport. Morning, Jax. Good morning. Wow. You oh. have you have volunteered to You're be the... Jamie's pancake picker. Uh-huh. Please, yeah. Jax. You gotta pick a pancake or two. You gotta pick a pancake or two. Happy pancake day. So please pick me a good pancake, Jax, because oh. one of them's apparently disgusting. So fr- I hope you still talk to me after this. In front of Jamie are six pancakes that I've cooked up for him. Now, we all tend to eat the same pancakes on pancake day, don't we? Lovely, a bit of familiarity. But what about if you want to <laughs> test your, stretch your, your taste a little bit? How about that? Well, that's what Jamie's going to do for you now. He's going to sample... Well, five of the six pancakes are traditional, lovely, delicious sugar lemon pancakes. One of the pancakes is a little bit different. Jax, would you like to know what the pancake is? Yes, go on then. Well, I'm going to tell you. I've recorded myself playing, uh, saying what the title of the pancake is. Jamie, you need to take headphones off. Okay, okay. Close the headphones so you can't hear them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here is the pancake. (laughs) The pancake is anchovy. Pickled onion, paprika, a dash of horseradish, and a dash of garlic paste. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, pop yeah. your... Uh, Jax, uh, just tell Jamie what you think of this one pancake that he might get picked for him. Oh, disgusting. Disgusting. Oh, I think no. it sounds delicious. Okay. Right, well, you could pick me a nice one, OK? All right, okay. here we go. Jax, it's time to pick a pancake. Will you please choose pancake number one, two, three, four, five or six? I'm going to go number five, because that's my lucky number. Pancake number five. Oh, you wouldn't believe this, Jax. Of all the pancakes you could have picked, you've yeah. picked the nasty one. Oh, no! Oh, <laughs> Jax! Up next on Rock FM, oh. Jamie samples that pancake. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Jamie is going to change your life by being your guinea pig. you got to pick a pancake or two. you got to pick a pancake or two. Best song ever. Oh. Jax from Southport's on the line. Jax, uh, you just picked pancake punk- number five. Uh, yeah. And pancake number five was the one nasty pancake in the bunch. You know, Who'd I can, have thought? I can s- it smells... Oh, does it? Stanky. <laughs> you smell already, does it? <laughs> <laughs> I just took him a napkin in, OK. Let's just remind people what is in this pancake. Uh, Jamie, oh. take your headphones off. Right, yeah, yeah. OK, yeah, if you yeah. didn't hear, this is the pancake. <laughs> the pancake is anchovy, pickled onion, paprika, a dash of horseradish... 
and a dash of garlic paste. Hey! Okay, so headphones back on. So well done, Jack, for choosing me the worst <laughs> pancake of the lot. You had a you had a, like a, a one in six chance of choosing the rubbish pancake, and you picked it, Jack. I'm right in saying, Anna, Jack, that you know Jamie is trying something here that I think could be delicious. This could be the next big step in pancake. This could make us oh, millions. Why are you pulling a bin it towards stinks. you? Why are you pulling a bin towards you? Because we don't know what's going to happen in the next two minutes. You're already planning to spit it out. Swallow it. Okay. Pretend it's nice, Jamie. Swallow it. It is nice. And it's a sausage roll. I've cooked this for you special. Okay. Okay, it's going in. It's taking a bite. <laughs> oh. Swallow it. Oh, my God. It's got fish in it. <laughs> what does it, it taste like? Oh, my God. That's mackerel or something, isn't it? Oh, is that uh, tuna? No, it's eel. I can't eat this. <laughs> Take another bite. No, I can't. What's it taste? Is it nice? It's disgusting. <laughs> what? Is it not delicious? <laughs> oh, God! There's a pickled onion in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> this fish is so strong! <laughs> You think it's funny listening to him? Wait till you see the video. He's got a load of paper towels around his neck, like some pathetic serviette that he's putting over his face. It's overpowering. How much did you put salt in there? Have you swallowed it? No. It's in my cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) Jax, thank you very much. Well done, Jamie. Well done. Stop. I hope you're still talking to me. Oh, dear. Oh, Jack. Oh, you're awful. How can you do it? I'm going to eat one of these other ones. This one's delicious. Banana and syrup. Oh, my delicious. God. That was disgusting. Remember six-year-old Dylan and his girlfriend Molly? We're going to yeah. find out what happened to the next stage of their date next on oh. Rock FM. Thank you, Jax. All right, bye. Your music. Your life. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Oh, the power of love. Yeah. It's time for chapter two of our six-year-old Dylan and six-year-old Molly's date. We're following it all this week. Dylan donated his Ferrari fund, his piggy bank, to our charity Cash for Kids back at Christmas. So we arranged for them to go on a date to KFC in an actual Ferrari. Yesterday we heard their chaperone, Jamie, here, yeah. pick, picking them up. Picked so, them up. Today we're going to... What are we going to hear today? Today is the journey to KFC, and I wanted to know their current plans for when they grow up. What's your plans for the future? What are you two going to do when, you, when you're growing up? Have movie night. Oh, really? Yeah, in our onesies. In your onesies? <laughs> <laughs> and we will drive around the streets in our onesies as well. <laughs> yeah, and go to Tesco's in them. <laughs> what? How cute is that? In the onesies, going to Tesco's, having a film night. Where did this lead? Well, of course, the obvious question. So are you two going to get married when you get old? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't discussed that yet. Have you not? You haven't discussed it, have you, now, Dylan? We have. <laughs> we haven't. We haven't. We haven't. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> Molly's reaction there. Molly is desperate. We so Molly's obviously a little bit, you know, feeling a bit uncomfortable now because she didn't agree to a marriage and she quickly tried to change the subject. When are we going to go super mega fast? We're just stuck in the traffic in Preston at the are you, are you not impressed with the speed so far, Molly? No. <laughs> this is just a normal speed. This is boring. And 300 miles an hour? Uh, no, 100. This. I want to go! 
That did the job. They are so cute. And what a date. Um, so tomorrow, will we hear what happens when you actually get to the KFC? We'll hear the KFC romantic date at KFC and Dylan displays his gentlemanly behaviour. Oh! I just want to replay just the bit where Molly tells him off there. <laughs> They're so getting married. Hey! Your music. Your music. Your life. Rock FM. Cloudy and cold today. <laughs> it's hard to say that. Cloudy. It's, it's quite easy, actually. It's coldy today. And uh, Pharrell has announced he's going to write children's books. I'm I worried, though, that they might be hard to read. Why? Because of the blurred lines. Oh, clever. <laughs> Oh, my word. Yes. Oh, my word. Yes. How do you follow that? Right. Well, I hate to say it, but it's time for Jamie's cookery segment called Fifty Shades of Gravy. Yes. It's made it back for a third day. I've no idea how. I spend a lot of time in the kitchen these days, and I've been coming up with some recipes that you could try at home. And here is today's. It's Jamie's Tangy Pork Chops. Rip the rind (laughs) off your juicy chops and... Bash them vigorously with your rolling pin until they're thin and exhausted. (laughs) Dip your tender chops in oil and heat gently, tossing and turning them over to brown both sides. (laughs) Pour some cider over your sizzling pork and wait intently till it bubbles away before rubbing in some mustard and cream. Just relax a bit, will you? It's really... <laughs> this is the way I read recipes. <laughs> Let the chops get stimulated by the spicy mustard before easing the tangy mixture onto a plate and introducing some gnocchi. <laughs> Whack on the gravy, it's munching time. Oh. <laughs> Is that it? Tangy pork chops. Oh. Train at home tonight. Oh, well, there you go. That's the end of it. Only three shades of gravy made it into the book, but it's, uh, it's finished now. Well, it's not coming back tomorrow, is it? Why would it not come back? It's a recipe every day and it's great. No one's cooking the recipes, Jamie. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Right, we'll, we'll have a discussion after the show. This is Plan B on Rock FM. Your music. Your life. Rock FM. We all know that Howell here is a, a bit of a wet lettuce. <laughs> this is a fact. Thanks. Whereas I am a grizzled silverback male. What a load of rubbish. It's true, but even I have to admit that this was simply the cutest thing I've ever seen and heard. Time for the romance. So... To catch you up, Dylan is six. He gave us his piggy bank at Christmas for our charity, Cash for Kids, and he was saving for a Ferrari in his piggy bank. This broke our hearts. So Jamie, as chaperone, took Dylan and his six-year-old girlfriend, Molly, on a date in a Ferrari <laughs> organised by Lloyd Blackpool to KFC in Preston Docks. Where are we up to in the story now, Jamie? I don't okay. know. Right, we're up to the sitting down, the tucking in to a beautiful... Michelin-starred KFC at the <laughs> Preston Docks. I'm just about to um, see what's in my uh, box. And a KFC box. <laughs> what's missing, Molly? The sauce. OK, I'll order some now. Uh, tomato, please. It's got sweet, all right? Yeah. Is that enough? Yep. Two for you, Molly. What a gentleman. What a gentleman. The date begins, the tucking into the KFC boxes. Oh. <laughs> I mean, look at that. He went over. He got us some sauce. <laughs> it, you know what? 
The only thing that could ruin a date is you sat there with a microphone going, <laughs> look at that! What a fantastic <laughs> steal of some sort! Classic gentleman behaviour there. <laughs> Next up, though, we experienced a little bit of food pinching. Oh, we've all had that. Does it bother you then, Molly, stealing your chips? No. <laughs> I want her to. Oh. I want you to be my chip stealer. <laughs> really? Yeah. I want you to steal my chips. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but I bought you no chips. That is, is the, that the most the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. I want you to be my chip stealer. That's what Dylan said to Molly. That is unbelievable. Isn't it good? I'm going to get that. I'm going to come back to and that. And Molly followed that with a question for Dylan. Dylan, do you want to come in my house and see everything now? Uh, am I invited? Uh, I'll ask my mum first. <laughs> OK. Look at that. You're invited in the house, Dylan. <laughs> Nicely played. <laughs> I mean, what a perfect day. He got invited back. A charmer. To Molly's house. Oh, my goodness. But can we please relive that moment that I think is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard? I want you to be my chip stealer. <laughs> Who's your chip stealer? Text us. Let's do this. Right? Let's just give a little yes. bit of love to the one we love this morning. Tell us, who is your chip stealer? Put your name and their name on the text and we will pass it on. We'll do a roll call of Chip Stealers next. Yeah. Your music. Your life. Rock FM. Number one for Lancashire. I'm Howell. I'm Jamie. And we asked, who is your Chip Stealer? Let's get through as many as we can. We've got to crack on in a moment. But Paul is my Chip Stealer from Tracy Holt. Kiss, kiss. Ben is Hannah's Chip Stealer. Emma is my name. And my Chip Stealer is my dog, Tyson. <laughs> Mark is my hashtag chip stealer from Bex in Blackpool. Jasmine gets in touch. Billy is my chip stealer. Chris is Lucy's chip stealer. Oh, um... My mouth is my chip stealer. Shout out to the kitchen team at Recycling Lives Car. <laughs> Johnny Blackpool said, unfortunately, my, in our house, the mother-in-law is a chip stealer and the pie stealer and anything else. <laughs> Christine says, Keith is my chip stealer. Oh. And, and Ian Ashcroft, you're my chip stealer. Love your wifey, Katrina. Oh. That's Ian Ashcroft, your wifey. Katrina. Andy's been my chip stealer for 13 years. I love you, Andy, says Jacqueline. Vicky Henderson is my chip stealer, food stealer, and hoodie stealer, to name but a few <laughs> things that frequently go missing. <laughs> Slightly pointed there. And Karen Brand would like Barry Wilson to be her chip oh, stealer. <gasps> right. Hang on a minute. Is that Guys. a question? Is that a question? Make it happen. Whoa. Whoa. Karen wants Barry to be her chip stealer. I think we're going to have to get Karen on the phone, if this. not today, tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, up next, Megan Trainer with Lips Are Moving. Could we have the beginning of a chip-stealing, beautiful relationship? Wow. That would be wow. lovely, right. Absolutely beautiful. Well, that's the end of that. The date's over, though. Dylan and Molly, the fantastic date ended. Whoa, it's as... the middle of the week. What, what are you playing at? That was the whole kit and caboodle. No, it wasn't. You've, you've got the rest of the date, and then come... Why don't you want us to hear the rest of the date? Nothing more to hear. The fun was had, and we all went home. Jamie is hiding something, and I want to know, what so i'm going to find out after the show and this time tomorrow we, why do you not want to play it 
play what there's nothing more to play, Howell. I know there's more oh. to play, and it's gonna be on this time tomorrow on Rock FM. Yeah. Your music. Your life. Rock FM. Dylan and Molly went on a date together. Wonderful date. They went to KFC and Dylan said the cutest thing in the world. I want you to be my chip stealer. <laughs> I want you to be my chip stealer. Karen is on the line. She texted us after we played that clip. And um, Karen said she wanted Barry Wilson to be a chip stealer. We got really excited because we thought maybe this was a, some kind of proposal. Maybe you weren't together yet. Um, are, you, are you together yet, Karen? Yes, we, we've been together for 12 years, but I've never in the whole of the 12 years been together have I let him take anything off my plate as I'm very, very territorial about <laughs> <laughs> You mean so, bag! <laughs> after hearing Dylan's lovely, lovely chip-stealing kind of moment, I think it's time that I now give Barry Wilson the chance to be my chip-stealer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> all right. After 12, 12 years, years, you're agreeing to share a chip with the man you supposedly love. Yes, I think it's time. Dylan, <laughs> show me the light. Barry, it's been announced that Karen... I want you to be my chip stealer. <laughs> ...wants you to be a chip stealer. Thank you, Karen. Yeah. Thank you. Your music. Your life. Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Morning, Luke. How are you doing? He's eight years old. He comes on every Wednesday morning just before half eight and he tells us some jokes from his joke book. Luke, you've done so well so far this year. It's half term now. Not taking a week off the jokes, though, are you? Nope. Hey, what do you think about these six-year-olds going on dates? It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Kids today, eh, Luke? Yep. Too young. Too young. Have you got a girlfriend? No. Exactly. Exactly, Luke. Keep it that way long as possible, okay? Yeah. Good. Um, Luke, let's have your first joke of the day, shall we? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready for it. Okay, let's do it. Um, But can I just say, this first one is from my mate Buzzer. Your mate. Your mate Buzzer. Dedicated to Buzzer. Wow, he's doing dedications (laughs) for jokes now. (laughs) Yes, Luke, uh, it's for Buzzer, and what is it? Um, a fireman joke, because he's a fireman. Ah, oh. very good. What's the joke, Luke? How many firemen, how many firemen does it take to change a light bulb? How many firemen does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know, Luke. Four. Three to cut the roof off and one to change the bulb. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good, that. That is dead good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, good. Uh, next. What do you get? When you cross a pair of pants with a dictionary. <laughs> what do you create if you cross a pair of pants with a dictionary? I don't know. Smarty pants. Yes. <laughs> Smarty pants. Yep, great. Third and final joke of the day, Luke. What loses its head in the morning and gets it back at night? What loses its head in the morning and gets it back oh. at night? I don't know. Your pillow. Your pillow! Oh, yes. Brilliant. Thank you, Luke. Have a lovely day, Luke. Okay. We'll see you next Wednesday, half eight, yeah? Yep. Brilliant. Well done, sunshine. We've got uh, your chance to go to the cinema for free at half term next on Rock FM. But this is David Getter and Sam Martin with Dangerous. Yeah. Your music. Your life. Rock FM. The Chinese New Year begins today, and uh, it's the year of the sheep. Bear. <laughs> 
Brilliant. You do a great impression, actually, Jamie. I do Jamie, a bit, yeah. Jamie doesn't, Jamie doesn't do any impressions. He has two impressions. One is Mike Tyson. I got, it's all about the pigeons. I got the pigeons. I'm a ferocious animal. <laughs> Who apparently likes pigeons. And two is a newborn baby lamb. <laughs> Two skills. And I've also got another skill, and that's coming up with amazing recipes in 50 Shades of Gravy. Oh, no. Hear that next, as well as from Calvin Harris on Rock FM. Let's go. Your music, your life. Rock FM. But right now, on a day that's going to get brighter and drier as the day goes on, it's time for Jamie's unbelievable new feature for a fourth day. 50 Shades of Gravy. It's time for another recipe, and today's is a Jamie speciality. It's the sticky sausage hot pot. <laughs> Lovely. Handpick your eight finest Cumberland sausages and brown them off remorselessly for ten intense minutes. Leave your sausage to the side and mix together some sweet sugared honey and a fistful of deep spicy mustard. <laughs> then, with a single finger, smother your cumberlands in the sticky glaze till they glisten in the moonlight. <laughs> Add them back to the dry heat of your pan and drop in some beans with a tinkle of oil, onions, and a hand-crushed clove Whoa. of garlic. <laughs> Simmer the mixture for ten intoxicating minutes before dropping your parsley in and pouring over your bean gravy for a <laughs> saucy finish. Plop it into a bowl and get sticky. <laughs> Where's the sauce? The sauce of bean gravy. Where's the... Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, sticky sausage I don't know how pot. I missed that. I was trying to write down all the instructions and got lost. Your music. Your life. Rock FM. Now, um, Jamie took two kids, Dylan and Molly, on their first date. You've been hearing it every day this week. They are six years old. They are cute as heck. And we've been listening to all of the cute things that they've been doing this week, like this. I want you to be my chip stealer. <laughs> oh, oh, melts your heart. Beautiful, wasn't it? And suddenly yesterday, Jamie decided game over nothing else to listen to we thought that's weird because we knew that he was out for three hours chaperoning these kids turns out he's edited out all the moments when the six-year-olds behaved like six-year-olds because his fiance would be listening and he wants to have kids someday he's blamed himself he says he's a bad parent when they were just being troublesome little six-year-olds they were more than just troublesome it was more than that they were like devils you tell me if, if you if you got kids is this normal behavior Please, let's have no screaming. Dylan, a gentleman doesn't put a KFC box on his head. I am a child, so I'm putting it on my head to look like a transformer. You need to walk with your box on your head. All right, let's have it. Don't you throw that box at me. Don't, don't. Yeah! Ball screaming, otherwise I'm eating your popcorn chicken. Okay, so we're outside. Thanks, Molly. We're outside KFC, and the date has finished, and it's gone pretty darn well, I think. Not, it's not finished. All right, the date is about to finish, Dylan. I know that you're it's in the middle. Okay, apparently the date's in the middle. It's still going strong. Dylan's got a KFC box on his head. We look like destroyers and Cybermen and Daleks. Where's my ball? 
We confiscated it, Molly, because you were getting aggressive with it. Oh, my <laughs> word. And that was just part of it, OK? <laughs> that was... It was, a, it was a tough date for me. Is Jamie the worst parent ever? Is this normal behaviour for six-year-olds? Tell us. Rock in your message, 63103. Was Jamie a bad parent there? Is it his fault? Howl and Jamie at breakfast. Rock FM. Jamie, I, I've got Mel from Wigan on the line. Morning, Mel. Morning. So have you got a six-year-old... No, I've got a two-year-old. Okay, okay right. and, and do, so have we made you fear for the future? No, I think it's already worse with a two-year-old, to be honest. <laughs> really? Already yeah. worse? Why? Well, you can reason a bit with a six-year-old. A two-year-old <laughs> will just have a meltdown, <laughs> throw themselves off the chair, <laughs> crawl around under the table, scream, all of that. I couldn't believe it, Mel, at KFC. They were running around, throwing things around, spillage, spillages everywhere. So uh, so is this just an average day for you, Mel? Yeah, just parenthood. I wouldn't feel bad about it. You're just doing the best you can like anyone else. Oh, thank it. you, Mel. There you go, Mel. <laughs> You've represented all parents who just... It's impossible <laughs> trying to control kids. We know that. We're yeah. still kids. No one can control us. Um, Mel, <laughs> thank you very much. Let's go. Your music, your life. Rock FM. We are about to open the Chronicles of Lancashire. This is your chance to sit back and enjoy a truly amazing story that someone has sent us. Posts, tweets, Facebook messages, emails normally. If you've got an amazing story that you want us to give the Rock FM treatment to, we'll send us it. it. Often it, it, it involves admitting something embarrassing. Yeah, okay? we'll take them, we'll turn them into a mini Hollywood drama, and today is another slice of gold. It certainly is. This is called Curry Crisis. Jamie, my story goes back to when I was a single woman, age 20, naive years old. I agreed to go on a date with a guy from a new dating website. He seemed nice, looked smart, and he suggested we go for a curry. There we were, Jasper and I, in the Bengal masala. The food had just been brought out and things were going well. So well, in fact, that a joke of his had made me laugh so violently that my brace flew from my mouth and straight into his chicken korma. I was mortified. And as I flew forward to fish this lump of metal from his plate, I made things even worse. I leapt so swiftly, fumbled and knocked the dish straight into Jasper's lap. A whole korma. And a wet brace now coated Jasper's lap. Not only was I now cursing through a gummy lisp, Jasper had sprung to his feet, exasperated and shouting, I've got curry chinos! I made for the door. This was a full-blown curry crisis. And it was a full week before I could get a dentist's appointment. So for seven days... I had the most aggressive lisp imaginable. God bless her. That is quite a story. Curried chinos. Curried chinos. <laughs> if you've got a story that you are willing to bear your soul over, email it to us, breakfast at rockfm.co.uk. Just pop it to us and we will change all names for 
the embarrassment of you and your family. Your music. Your life. Rock FM. Time for Jamie's helpful cookery class before a weekend of cooking. I'm so glad this is the last time we do this. Okay, it's over to you, Jamie, for your Fifty Shades of Gravy. The final recipe, Jamie's Juicy Breakfast Baps. Flop down three ravishing rashes of bacon into a pan and heat obsessively before dropping in your chop chop chorizo. You was chorizo. <laughs> While the meaty morsels cook, mix together the fleshy body of an avocado, two diced tomatoes, a pinch of cumin, one fiery chilli, an aggressive squeeze of lime juice and a coarse handful of coriander to create your guacamole. Nice. By now the bacon should have surrendered to a crispy defeat. Take it off the heat and grab your bap. <laughs> Slice the bap in two, placing the bacon sensitively on the bottom bap before lovingly spreading your guacamole and dropping your worn-out chorizo on top. <laughs> Squeeze your baps together, add onion gravy and dive in. <laughs> Is that it? Juicy breakfast baps. Was that a bacon butty? With chorizo and guacamole. <laughs> chorizo. 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 And guacamole. Thanks, Jamie. Your music. Your life. Rock FM. It's time now to welcome to the show a very special guest. This is the guy from last year's X Factor, the former call centre employee, the guy who dressed in a gold toga to perform to Elton John, uh, the guy who performed the cheesiest medley of Mambo Number no. 5 and Ricky Martin <laughs> that you've ever seen, and the guy who's about to meet his biggest fan. More on that in a second. For now, please welcome Stevie Richie. Hey. Hello. Good Stevie? Oh, bless you. Very, very kind. Yeah, I'm doing absolutely spot on, mate. Wow. Well, listen, Stevie, we would normally be the people doing the interviews on this uh, show, but we have somebody with us who came on every week while the X Factor was on, was a big fan of yours, and he's 11 years old and his name is Matthew. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning. Are you okay? Yeah. Well, Matthew, over to you. Take it away. How you doing, Matthew? You all right? How you yeah. doing? You good? Yeah. Excellent. Oh, thank you very much for your support over the past, like, you know, a couple of months or whatever. All of my, me and my sister's votes, we never voted for anyone else but you. Oh, that is so nice. I thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed my voice as much as the, the singing and all. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. Did you, you just say it was awful, door? Matthew? <laughs> no, it was awesome. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Sorry, Matthew. Carry on. Next question. Oh, thank um, you. Do you know what? This is a really... Well, it's going to sound funny now, but do you know what, Matthew? I'm hoping to one day, after the tour, possibly, to work with a guy and bring out a single. Do you think he should carry on singing, Matthew? Defo. <laughs> you know what? I love that saying, Matthew. Defo. I use that. I use that to Simon. I say defo, and then Simon went defo. You know, you know, so. you know, you know what, uh, Stevie? Um, Matthew's got a pretty good singing voice himself. We got him to sing over Christmas for really? us. Really? Oh wow! I'd love to hear it. Now you got. I've got to apologise because it is a Christmas song. I love it. I love um, Christmas songs. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas by Matthew. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Tree in the Grand Hotel, one in the park as well. 
Stevie. Oh my god. Do you know what, Matthew? I love it. That was absolutely brilliant. It's a yes from me. <laughs> How do you feel, Matthew? Well, there you go, Matthew. Matthew, it's time to say goodbye to Stevie, unless there's any final burning questions that you need to ask him. One of my favourite all-time songs has got to be You Raise Me Up because it reminds me of my daughter. My favourite song that you did is Easy Come, Easy Go, you know what would be a lovely way to end this interview? You two singing, you two singing together. Bohemian Rhapsody together. Okay. Okay. One, two, three, four. Easy come, easy go, little high, little low. Thank you oh, so much. Matthew, you've been a star. I love you lots. Well done, and I, thank you. Nice talking to you. Thank you. Um, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Your music. Your life. Rock FM. I'm Howell. I'm Jimmy. It's 8.39. Cold morning, sunshine and showers. Different spells this afternoon. Uh, right now. Rock FM. Howell and Jamie's. <laughs> you got to say clap in the gap of a song today. Leona Lewis. There's the gap. That's what you got to do. Let's see who's first up. Hello, who's that? Hi, it's Gina from Blackburn. Gina from Blackburn. Uh, Are you ready to I'm play ready. clap in the gap? Yeah. Are you sure you can take this on, Gina? I'm sure. All right, Gina. <laughs> Here comes Leona. Clap. <laughs> No, Jamie. Replay. No way. <laughs> replay. Okay, we'll replay. Ooh, no, I'm still not sure. I need I a slow yeah, I so. mo. I need yeah. a slow <laughs> mo. I think it's fair to say that you did it. Well done. Congratulations. You're going to the cinema. Two tickets. View Cinemas, Capital Centre in Preston. Well done. Oh, thank you. Rock FM. Howell and Jamie at breakfast.